all this time, whether everything you've done, everything you've said, I've heard all about. So you've made some remarks in the past about when is Papa Fritz going to be here. Papa Fritz is here. Pretty good, man. Johnny Sorrow, how are you doing? I'm doing well. And boys, we're looking at World Class Championship Wrestling, episode 58, February 5th, 1983, on the WWE, the award-winning WWE Network. David Von Erich opens up with the checkmate. What do we make of this, Kelly? <laughs> um, uh, okay, I guess uh, David dominated the early stages. Uh, I made a note that heels, as as in general in in Dallas, just don't get much heat on the faces. Um, it's often yeah, they don't have that baby, normal babyface selling. No, no. Even in tag matches, they don't have long heat segments. No, this is throughout every match, pretty much, except for the squashes, of course. But yeah, it's 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 otherwise it's a you know the faces dominate every match, pretty much. Um, and that's the same in here. And we have Hussein, of course, with Checkmate. And I just, I've come to despise him more than like <laughs> almost anybody in over 30 years of watching wrestling. Like, I, I, actual. Worst managers of all time, right? Yeah, worst managers, horrible promo, just the whistle, just everything about him. He's just useless. He was the second manager in the stable with Gary Hart. <laughs> that obviously came off as like someone just doing a favor to him, you know, because they didn't need two managers. Um, and now he's just lingering around. It's just. Ugh. Well, well, I think one was so one would take the bump for Gary Hart. Right, I guess so. But even then, it's, it's like really that's all you're good for well, is to be the bump. No, guy. he's also good for having the letter H in his name. Right, oh, that's great. what yeah, he uses. He the suit. And he works, exactly. I hear he works cheap too. Yeah, he, he works cheaper than that goddamn Humperdinck. <laughs> yeah, so, so just just so so bad. Um, this the finish for this was was pretty bad though. Um, David finished checkmate off with a sleeper, Ooh, and then yeah, and Hussein's teasing coming off the top rope, but doesn't. <laughs> uh, and then there's why just why do you think they do this with David? Um, where sometimes he uses the claw, other times he uses Sweet Irene to fucking win matches. Um, I don't know. It's inconsistent in a way. Yeah, it is. I think they, they <laughs> I think they go back and forth on who's allowed to use the claw each night or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they only want one huge pop uh, as opposed to a few of them. I, uh, or, yeah. I don't know. I, My turn tonight, Danny. I get to use it. I don't know. The finish here just seemed clunky as hell, like. David oh, just fucked up. 
grab the sleeper when maybe that you know wasn't even the plan or I don't know. It just looked horrible. Um, the ref called for the bell. I thought maybe there was a uh, going to be a DQ for Hussein, and it was just confusing. No, it, it was a clean win. Stupid. Yeah, it felt it felt like two hours long. The match. Uh, <laughs> it was fucking god awful bad. Just bad wrestling. Where yeah. I mean, close your eyes and fast forward it, folks. Uh, Johnny, what was your take, brother? Uh, so, well, you know, Checkmate didn't have his cat mask, as Bill Apley points out. And uh, uh, and he's doing his armadillo bullshit. And Bill says, well, being from the Isle of Man, he might not know what an armadillo is. What, really? You know, he would have no idea what this animal even exists. When he came to Texas, the first time he saw one, he freaked the fuck out. And then he quite came up with a move. You know, ugh, it's terrible. And then well, he, you do see those bastards a lot in Texas. I'm sure, but he's like, like you never heard of it? No, he stinks. And then he just casually mentions that Ric Flair is coming back. <laughs> he's like, you know, I've, we've seen all of this buildup about Flair and everything. He's like, Ric Flair will be coming back, by the way. We don't even know who he'll be facing yet. I'm just, really, oh, yeah. That, what a way to bring that up. You stink. Well, this leads us into a legendary segment of the Freebirds at the burger joint with Bill Mercer. Yes. And the birds are in a van and it's at a drive-in place. And for younger listeners, because I don't think they exist anymore, but I remember them. There were places you could go and they come up and take your order from the car and then they put this tray on your rolled down window and I think that's the only place that does it anymore is Sonic. Do you guys have Sonic? Yes, yeah, we have Sonic. Give me there. Yeah, okay. I didn't even think I didn't even think of Sonic. I never go there, but okay, yeah. Um like in the fifties there'd be a chicken on roller skates serving you, that kind of thing. So they're in their hot, cool van eating uh, Michael Hayes is eating um uh, hamburgers and hot dogs and french fries while chewing bubblegum. It's fucking great. And Bill Merch is there. <laughs> Bill Merch is there to interview them because they said to meet, they were going to meet for lunch. And he's outside the van and he's pissing them off with his questions. They're eating hamburgers. Buddy pops up for the back because Buddy has to ride the back, of course. And he's like, well, I'm here too, motherfucker. <laughs> it's great. And Terry's also talking again about how he's the world champ. I'm like, oh, Kerry's always been the uncrowned world champion. In this dynamic, Gordy is the go. No, it's me. I'm like, I like that. Um, and he pisses them off again. Instead of getting kicked out of their house, they just take off and leave them with the check. The waitress comes over. She's like, yeah, you owe me 25, 20, whatever. And he's like, oh, what? And he talks to the cameraman. He's like, we're going to have to pay these people. And it was (laughs) goofy and wacky, and I loved it. Classic angle, classic segment in World Class History. And you always cover it in all the the documentaries. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's on the WWE DVD. It's always covered because it's such an important part of uh, the World Class lore. What what you make of it, Kelly? Yeah, it was it was fun because it makes the Freebirds look like total dicks, and um, yeah, a great way to get their character over. Um, and yeah, great for future uh, soundbite sort of clips and stuff to just explain, you know, their characters, um, just you know, causing havoc everywhere they go. Um, the van though, 
was pretty yeah. swank. Um, I think if the walls of that van could talk, probably Ooh, here's some, boy. some uh, pretty. The walls of that... I met the Freebird's handler at the Hall of Fame two years ago, so uh, she uh, had some stories. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, well, I don't want to hear this, the fucking stories inside. I wouldn't want to be inside that fucking. <laughs> Uh, not without a biohazard suit would I be in the back of that fucking van. I love, that, I love that they got an actress. I love that they did the waitress thing. I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. You know, that they involved someone else in, in this. And it, yeah. it gave it a more sense of realism. Yeah, it was really good. Right. Yeah, they're starting to, you know, experiment a bit more with these vignettes and, and be more creative. So, yeah, it's it's a cool touch. You know, that's the one thing, they, how they do it right here, what they don't, how in, like, in modern wrestling, there's there's cool heels, and the Freebirds are clearly cool heels, mm-hmm. but they're still assholes at heart, you know? Yeah. Um, so they, they're still heels. Uh, I uh, I was going to ask you first, Kelly, how important do you think these type of segments are for the Freebirds to get them over? Do you think they're just as important as matches in the angles, or... Or do you think it's just a package deal, or yeah, it's really separate them from a lot of other acts. Uh, well, I think it's supplemental to what they're doing in the ring, um, in the traditional, you know, manner. But this was all new, though, at the time. Like we talked a lot mm-hmm. about how world class was innovative, and the TV show was innovative, and these vignettes were innovative. So, yeah, and it's it's all part of the Freebirds being fresh and new, having music, having these vignettes. Yeah, it, it's interesting because, yeah, like for us, they come off as cool heels. And I'm not sure how it was, though, in Dallas at the time. Um, I think they still had a lot of supporters. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they, they also, like you said, Pete, they come off as dicks. Um, they're definitely the opposite of the Von Erichs. You know, mm-hmm. good God-fearing boys, and the Freebirds are on the side of the devil for sure. And- oh, well, yeah, because because we 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 watch the Von the Von Erics go duck hunting as a family. Let's yeah. watch the Freebirds shoot pool half naked and drunk. You know, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and stiff people on checks. It's great. Yeah, and, and at the bottom line is it's entertaining. It'll get you to buy tickets. It doesn't matter really if you're cheering for the Freebirds if you're cheering for the Von Erics. As long as you're there and invested in the whole TV show, invested in the territory, um, so these things like this totally help and make it uh, make it all better. Well, if you're if you're if yeah, like the vignettes, <laughs> actually, um, I mean they all tell a story, and when you add it, when you yeah. piece them together, they, they tell a bigger story, and so I think it's a great tool that. Uh, you know that I think world class did it better than anyone at the time when it came to these type of things. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, people like Memphis did great. You know, had the rock and roll videos, but man, doing these cool vignettes are really, really. Yeah, cool nobody was right? nobody was doing live on location bits. No, you know that was something I don't think anyone else was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Johnny, as a fan of this type. Of yeah. stuff. I mean, like, you've always been a guy who loves, like, the talker, mm-hmm. the promos. What about you? You're seeing this stuff. Are you, like, really impressed with how they're doing it? I'm loving it because when I was a kid, I didn't like it if I thought this, if, if, if it felt too fake. You know, like, you know, is this really happening out somewhere, you know? And when they'd be, like, on the street and doing stuff, I think, like, 
the only one I found realistic was Adonis and Murdoch visiting each other's home states. Yeah, 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 yeah. But most of it I was I I didn't care for. But this, and it's to Kelly's point, this is different. Nobody was doing this sort of shit, not to my knowledge. Even in Memphis, they weren't. Doing, I, don't, I don't recall a lot of Lance Russells going over to uh, Jerry's house. There was a, a few, mm-hmm. but you know, not like this. Like you know. Even the water park stuff, you know, this was different. You know, and uh, I appreciate that from, like, we're, we're trying new shit. Yeah. I know when it's done before. I like, I, I love that. And when it, when it works, I love it. When it doesn't work, I also love it because it's bad. But it, but it's worth the shot. I mean, they're trying stuff that really is uncharted territory. Yeah, they run the gauntlet of WrestleCraft to Wrestle Greatness. Well, you know, it's it's like well, it, it reminds me that Fritz realizes it, in some ways, whatever, maybe not the live events, but this is a television show. Let's make it look like a television show. Yeah, this is stuff that uh, Vince would end up using. Exactly, um, totally. Well, no, that's totally. it. I think they, I think I, I would I would imagine if you ever if someone talked to Vince uh, Vince about this. He admire Fritz because Fritz also like told the NWA to go fuck themselves, and he also did uh, you know the same things uh, that Vince did was was at this time planning to do. So yeah, except these are feel a lot more grittier than like uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. Well, I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about how that yeah, but I'm talking about what that what was happening in 1983 that he was about to do, and he was gonna start going and it's gonna be more for the kids. Uh, but but he but tre- treating his television show as a television show and not just uh-huh. for filming the matches yeah. is a philosophy I think they shared. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a good that's a good that's an interesting insight there, Johnny. Um, Kelly. Then we lead just leads us into hey the great Yatsu versus that crappy friend of the Von Erichs, Brian Adia. <laughs> What was your take on the match? Uh, well, great to see more Yatsu, but yeah, fuck me. Not only Adias, but, but more Hussein, of course. Um, two matches in a row. Uh, going back to the previous match, spoiler alert, checkmate. Uh, we mentioned, or I mentioned this in the previous episode, we got guys departing the territory. Spoiler alert, checkmate is all but done. The ter- territory as well. So add another one. And Adias looks to be off to Portland quite oh. shortly. Yeah. They're, sending, they're sending him on his little territorial jaunt. Yes. He, yeah, he pops up in Crockett pretty soon, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gone for about eight months, so we're going to be free of Adias for eight months. Um, let's see. Well, Yatsu, you know, you can tell he's fucking um, re- used to wrestling in a very different style. Yeah, a um, good style against a good wrestler. Yeah. Um, you know, the Japanese offense is here. High impact. This stuff you weren't seeing in the States much at this time. Um, yeah. There's a point where Diaz is tossed outside, and he briefly squared off with Hussein, and I was torn, you know, between who I wanted to see him <laughs> actually end up on the floor between those two guys. Well, that's because um, he came off as a heel. There, there, there was points in this match where, where Diaz is outside. At that point, he's like, get him away from me. And, uh, and I'm like, that's what a heel says. Yeah. 
And and Adias definitely didn't dominate this match like the other baby faces, thankfully. Um yeah, to pretty much dominate this whole match. And then the power slam that Yatsu oh. has in his arsenal was even nastier this time where it looked like he almost lost control of, of Yeah, of, that was nuts. Matias had dropped him right on his head. Um, but anyway, it ended up fine. He was stiffing um, the fuck. He was stiffing the fuck out of Brian Adias <laughs> in that match, and Brian Adias got scared because he yeah. like dodged something. I can't remember what it was. It was a uh, it was a kick. Uh, he dodged something. Rarely grazed I, I his hair. He dodged the uh, Adidas of lawsuit, but okay. Uh, <laughs> no, yes, he, he, he did dodge that. He you know, he dodged that better than he dodged this, because he sort of then phantom sells it after it, and he's got to look like he's scared. He's never been in the ring with anyone like this guy. And Diaz is not not having it, man. He's he's a rookie and he he stinks here. Uh, it's <laughs> you, you literally hear at some point they're going for a move and someone yells drop kick and you'd think it'd be Brian Adias because he's the one who speaks English. But I bet it was Yatsu because how the fuck is Brian Diaz calling anything in this match? Terrible. <laughs> yeah, and it was it's poorly. Um, yeah, and then he doesn't sell the finish either. When after that, at all, at all, after the Cobra all. Clutch, he's up again so quickly. Uh, as an idiot. And I, look, and I understand to be like, well, how would you feel if you just got into this business and suddenly you're in there with fucking Yatsu doing all this shit? And but it's Brian and Tia, so fuck him. <laughs> exactly. All right, Johnny, we get a Kevin Von Erich. Yes, we man. do. Talk business. Talk, let's talk some business. This man. was a good Kevin Von Erich promo where he's talking about kicking the Freebirds' fannies. <laughs> and and uh, to be fair, I laughed too, but uh, this was a time where guys didn't say, I'm going to kick your ass on television. And you, and you had a choice of butts, fannies. There was little. You know, it's, fannies was perfectly acceptable. <laughs> and because he said it with convictions, like, when I get my hands on them, I'm going to kick their fanny. And I hope they can fit the ambulance through the crowd, because after what I do to them, you know, Terry Gordy, we're going to get together. We're the big brothers here. We're going to fight. You know, yes. What does he say here? He's like, it's not going to be good time, love it up, Kev out there. I'm going to burn it down. I was like, fuck yeah, Kevin. That's one of his best promos. Yeah, when he when he does fired up promo when he's angry, that's yeah. when he's at his best. Good shit. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll I'll second that. That's when he's fired up and he's coherent. He's, he's he does a good good promo, good he, fired up he, promo. He actually says it. He he is this ain't good time. Love it up, Kev. I love that. <laughs> and and, and he never does it like a baby face either, which I kind of like. Yeah. Uh, he kind of does like the big like a big jock asshole in a way. Uh, what uh, what'd you make of it, uh, Kelly? <laughs> yeah, he's he's the solid number two promo in the family. Oh well, in the the brothers anyway. Yeah. Um, well, sadly, Chris Von Erich was probably better. Uh, hey, hey. Really? Yeah. Uh, um, but, I mean, he, no one took him seriously. Right. Well, he's only twelve years old. I know, I know. That's why they put him on the cover of the magazine of PWI when he's 12. This kid's a hell of a talker. Let's get him on the fucking magazine. 
Um, yeah, it's good. I mean, it, it, you know, Kevin, he gets some good lines in in the coming months, uh, re, you know, as part of this whole feud. Um, he's he's fired up. Yeah, like you guys said, he's motivated. He's got focus. I, I, I like Kev a lot. Um, good in the ring usually, too. And, uh, yeah, this was fun. I just remember, like, yeah, I think it was 85 or 86, uh, when uh, Buddy Roberts uh, does something to Mike Von Erich. And, and Chris Von Eric cuts the promo. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, let's, then we go, this segues into the main event. Kevin Von Eric versus Terry Gordy. And this kind of sucked. Um, <laughs> it was just, they just laid around because it was all about everything that was going on outside the ring. So it almost like the match was a backdrop to all the fucking building they were doing here. What, 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 did, what, did you enjoy the match, Kelly? Because I, uh, I found it actually bad. Uh, no, I I didn't feel that way. I mean, I, I didn't love it, but, I mean, it's it's a big-time match. It's for the American title. It's the first battle of the, the Von Eriks versus Freebirds war in the ring, basically. Um, great heat. And... I, I, I liked Kevin Shine at the start with Gordy was you know Gordy was bumping all over the place. Kevin, yeah, I agree there. You're, I'm, I'm agreeing there, but it felt like then they just took it down and just laid on the mat a long a long time. Yeah, um, I mean there was a lot of uh, you know shenanigans going on. I thought well, Kevin that's had... where the focal point became. And yeah, you know what. I felt like it, 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 it worked because they didn't have. Why would you be busting your ass in the ring if, with the big focus is on the outside? So they're they're doing kind of like telling a story, on the outside, but the match is the backdrop for it in a way. Right. Well, but the heat had to be with uh, the Freebirds basically cheating to win, and yes. you know it wasn't going to be a straight up one on one battle. So there was the story that it'd be told. Yeah, that maybe, you know, interfered with um, what was going on in the ring. But, I mean, you had to have that finish. Uh, and then the finish is all about putting more heat on the Freebirds in this feud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you've screwed, not only have you screwed Carrie, and, and, and in a way you kind of screwed David, now you fucked Kevin over. Yeah, you fucked Kevin out of the title that he'd held for quite a while. Um, this was big, because I don't think we've seen it title change on regular TV yet. Um, so that was important. Did you see when them tag title uh, uh, Nothing that counted. Yeah, if we did, it's long forgotten. Um, I mean, we saw, I mean, didn't we see the uh, Von Erichs win the Puerto Rican uh, belts? Right, uh, but that was, on a, that, that was on a Star Wars card, not a... Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Not a regular uh, weekly TV show. <laughs> um... Uh, and then the Freebirds all have the same satin jackets on, uh, or at least uh, Buddy and uh, Michael do. That's it. They're cool, but the the the, the uh, text on the back is strange. It says "Fabulous Freebirds, eighty three, eighty four, Fantasia time." Fantasia tour. I <laughs> tour. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I was wondering why did they have eighty four. In there when we're just starting with that's 83. When that's when they're leaving the territory. That's when they're leaving the territory. <laughs> okay. So now, okay, it totally makes sense now. Yeah, this for a year. We're going we're gonna to bump your territory for you. 
I also wanted to mention the new ref, this Larry Hayes guy. Larry Hayes, yeah. He'll be gone sooner than later. <laughs> okay, because I'm not a big fan. He's, he's really? too big. Yeah, I don't know. Really? I don't know. He's too I, big. I like him. I'll tell you, there's no fucking way they're going to have a guy with the same name as the lead heel in the fucking territory. Right. Well, that's true, but change his name. I bet you, I bet you Manning made sure that, that guy went quick. He's like, I can't have him around. He's good at this job. <laughs> I thought he was a good ref. You think David Manning got him fired? Yeah, exactly. Of course. That, that makes perfect sense. That does make sense. He's a lot like Manning. He's, he's another cowboy ref who's getting into the faces of the heels and stuff. He's, yeah, but he's not putting maybe, his hands maybe, on maybe him. He did the, maybe he did the B-Town spots that David Manning, <laughs> David Manning wouldn't do. This is David Manning's understudy. Understudy. <laughs> yeah, right. Larry Hayes did the spot shows. <laughs> Anyway, I thought that this was a this was a good match until the finish. It was a little clunky at the end, but I I, I was into it because I was into the story. I was into the it being the Von Erichs versus Freebirds and uh, the first I, match of significance. Yeah, I see that. I just didn't like the match. Um, but again, I mean, I I think the match was a backdrop to the to the angle and the finish. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so it, it kind of felt like uh, you know a sparsy appetizer that was just overcooked uh what you uh what you make of john uh well you might be a lot of headlocks but kevin's headlock even looks stiff so it's good it's entertaining and i'm wondering if when they were choosing to lay around as they did but i didn't care i was excited about this when they were choosing to lay around was that also uh, at the same time as Buddy starts slowly making his way from the back, and then eventually, well, then that's perfect wrestling because they're telling the. Because I liked this match, and then I noticed, I was like, oh, it's getting a little slow. Oh, that's why. And I'm like, that's yes, what they're doing. The Freebirds are taking over. So I'm entertained by this match like a motherfucker. There was a great spot where Kevin gets uh, dumped out of the ring by Terry, and he lands on his feet. Like an animal with his <laughs> hands out and lands with grr and like grr and and then bounces back into the ring like a mad orangutan and attacks Terry Gordy. And it was awesome. It's the most hate I've seen from Kevin Von Erichs as we've been watching this. So it's great. You got uh, he's in a sleeper. David's out there. And because uh, David's allowed to be out there, but now they're the free birds, you know, or, or they're scared or whatever. And he's yelling at Kevin, stand up into a standard wrist lock as a coach. And I, I liked that touch because that's a little instead of just come on, go. He's yelling out a move you can do. I, I like that. That's, that's an attention to detail I like. And, okay. and but then Bill, while the story is unfolding, while the free birds are slowly coming out, you first see Buddy slowly. And, and, and the Bonanza are slowly coming out, too, you know. To yeah, them. right. Well, exactly. But when Buddy first starts just coming out, uh, <laughs> Bill's trying to explain why, where it's clear why he should be concerned. Oh, Buddy Roberts is coming out. And he's, Buddy's coming out, and he's cheering for Terry. And he says... Well, Buddy is out there, and he's cheering for Terry. I don't know how much good that would do for Terry, because he can't really hear him, but Buddy seems to think it's going to help him with this match. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You should be concerned and be like, what, Buddy Roberts, he's up to no good. 
or something like that. And then, of course, they're not up to no good. Hayes comes out, and then it all goes to where it goes. And we've got a new American champion, and the Freebirds have taken over the territory. You know, they've got yeah. they've got the gold. You know, it's fucking it's great. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking great. And then we get a Freebird interview. Uh, oh, it's so good. Well, parts of it. And they do it from uh, the, the Catbird, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From his nasty or whatever. Yeah, so it totally felt like almost like a Monday Nitro when the NWO takes over. Yeah. Moment. Yeah, good call. Johnny, talk about it. Oh, well, just, it's awesome. It, it's... They got the Georgia flag up there, and you know, like you see the stars and bars part of it with Michael Hayes' smiling face on top of that, and I just laugh and go, "It's so uncomfortable, it's funny." But I get it; it's Georgia versus Texas, and and uh, Texas and Georgia's taking over. Excuse me, and you got Terry Gordy saying. You know, I never thought I'd say this, but I'll say this just once. It's great to be alive and in Texas while the two of them are cockily holding the fucking Georgia great, flag. Oh, what a great line. I got so much heat from me in my, uh, my apartment. Yeah. So good. <laughs> it was so good. And they're like, we're getting all the titles. We got the six, man. We got this. We've taken over. And it's just buddy and, and, and and, and Michael and, and Buddy have the American tag belts at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Pretty soon. Or no, it's, it's, uh, Michael and Terry of the. Yeah. Well, pretty American. soon they'll. Yeah, that's right. Pretty soon they'll have those Puerto Rican belts too. They're getting all the gold. <laughs> and but Gordy's cutting the promo, and the two of them are holding up the flag with just these two big shit-eating grins. And it, it it's it's fantastic. It's uh, they've taken over. And boom, that this is the firework, you know, this all this is the television show. This is the, you know, holy shit, look what we're putting on TV right now. Look at these motherfuckers. You hate these guys. And the Von Erics are angry. Most territories weren't putting on these marquee matches either. No. Uh, no. Now, this no. was something that would sell out a 10,000-seat uh, building. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they fucking... Yeah, this segment fucking kicked so many. I mean, it, as a whole segment, I mean, I didn't care for the match, but as a segment with the match, I thought it was blow-away stuff because of, of the story that was unfolding in front of me. Yeah. Um, what about you, uh, Kelly? Where did you uh, finish up on this promo? I mean, you had to have loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect ending. Great uh, call, Pete, on the NWO feel. Um, yeah, and, and, and like I said, I, I'm seeing stuff that I've never seen before, and this is something I've never seen before. So that's, it's awesome to see um, just another layer, another part of this whole feud and how, how great it was. And they've taken over the TV. We, you know, we were talking about, Oh, we, we got to get to 83, got to get 83. And look, we're only a few shows in and it's like, fuck who, who, who remembers 1982 now? Um, we're losing some of the dead weight. Um, oh, that's <laughs> Well, come on. I mean, checkmate and okay, Bugsy. I guess could have been. Well, I'm just thinking about Bugsy, maybe. But uh, checkmate, checkmate's so stupid he didn't join up uh, with Devastation Incorporated. He's like, I'm sticking with Hussein. Anyone yeah. chooses to st- stick with Hussein, it, it is, is a fool. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I do, we're freshening things up. 
Devastation Incorporated slowly coming together, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time this is all going on. Um, yeah, the future looks bright, and uh, I'm, I'm excited. Hell yeah. Johnny, anything you want to plug, my friend? Uh, not at all, but I have a question about this time. So Gary Hart left. Who's booking this? Look out, look out, the king and the man. Yes. The Candyman. The Candyman's got a purge going on, it seems. Mm, Well, you know know what? That's the thing about cocaine. At first, it makes you very creative. (laughs) He's getting rid of the guys that had stiffed him on on some drugs in the last uh, few months or hadn't paid him. Well, hey, Uh, Gino will be here soon. That's all I'm saying. I'm surprised that the Freebirds have some say in their angle. Hmm. Of course, of course, of course. They're like, uh, uh, what do you want to do? Well, well, we'll do this. Just leave it to them. I'm sure. I, I'm sure you're absolutely right. Be. I don't think anyone's writing this for them. Yeah. Yeah. This is a. This is a thing that this bad boy is. Is I think they have like the promotions gives them bullet points, and I think a lot of this stuff the Freebirds come up with. Like, I was like, well, hey, 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 uh, Fritz. What about if you know we meet for lunch and we do it at a burger joint? Well, it's funny. It's good. You know. Do it. Yeah. yeah, it's just a, it's just it's just full scene. Yeah. yeah, it's that boulder that's coming down the hill. It's called fucking Freebird Fantasia, bitch. Ooh, <laughs> bitch, yeah, bitch. What? Uh, what um, you, yeah. I don't want to plug there, Johnny. No. Kelly oh. Nelson. Uh, I mean, uh, check out the new and improved ProWrestlingOnly.com. Um, oh, that yeah. Yeah, there's now synergy. Between the site, the website, and the the network or the feed or whatever, uh, the podcast feed, and um, we're united and we're we're you know there's a lot of possibilities for the future. I'm excited. Um, who knows? Uh, it's 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 going to be good. Charles is a great man. He's he's you know taking this all upon himself, and yeah. He's the he's always 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 kiss up to the boss. Yes. <laughs> so all right, Charles. Yeah, we're along for this ride now. So it should be good. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously though. Seriously though, I let Charles know, uh, dude. I was like, I told him, man, this is a great idea. So yeah, Charles is a great guy. Okay. Um. Back to instead of blowing Charles, it's <laughs> just kidding. I'm, I'm all for Charles and, and pro wrestling only. The synergy, I think, is gonna be fantastic, and uh, hopefully, we'll see a lot of exciting things come out of it. Uh, follow me at Titans O Wrestling on Twitter, and uh, check me out on This Week in Wrestling and these International. Everybody, have a great week. Wrestling, wrestling, and uh, more wrestling later. <laughs> and troubles are just up and gone the moment that you come in view and with your hand in mine dear I could dance on and on and I could waltz across Texas with you waltz across Texas with you in my arms 
exist with you.